Blog Talk Radio. God, praise God. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Reaching Out Radio International, where we are reaching out to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, sharing the gospel into the nations. 
we really want to just let people know about the love of Jesus and the importance of their life and help them to learn what their purpose is. And today God led me in talking to you about if you want to grow, you must learn to let go. And, you know, I've been thinking of that in my own life. You know, sometimes we will hold on to things that we think that are right and that are good for our life, sometimes even people. But God's really been opening my eyes and wanting me to encourage others in that if we want to grow, we got to learn to let go. I want to start off the broadcast um, in prayer, and then I just want God to have his will in the broadcast. And just I want this broadcast to reach as many people as possible for the glory of God. Because I don't want to see people broken and struggling and bound up in things. When you have peace and you learn to let go, that's when you really can grow. And I know the peace that I have in Jesus Christ, oh, wow, I want other people to experience that. Because I know no matter what I'm going through, that he's got my back. He's, he's my best friend. That he loves me so much that he died for me. And it just... I get overwhelmed sometimes thinking about the type of selfless love that he has for me, that he has for you. And in all I do, I want to glorify God and my Father. I don't ever want anything to be about myself. I want people to know the truth about Jesus and the truth about salvation and the importance of the cross. So, Father God, I just humbly come before your throne of grace, Father God. Lord, I just pray today that you anoint me to speak forth the message, Father God. Lord, that you guide me in all things, Father God. And in all things, Father God, I want to see you glorified, Father. For this isn't about me, Father God. And if any time myself gets in the way, Father God, just help me to move aside and you to have your will and your way, Father God. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to minister on radio. Lord, I am just so blessed in the people you let me meet, Father God, and the work that you let me do, Father God. Lord, I, I can't even begin to thank you enough for every blessing in my life, God. And I just want to share Jesus to the world. I want people to know about eternal salvation and the freedom in Christ, that he loved us so much that he died for us, Father God. Lord, Father God, I pray that you help each of us daily to be able to let go of things of the flesh and things of this world, even people in our life that keep us from going forth. I just glorify you and I thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I'm just so excited to be on this afternoon. Um, as many of you know, for a while, the enemy was trying to put lies upon my life, and I went through some things with my health. Um, they were trying to speak cancer on me in my throat. And as many of you know that have followed me or my friends in ministry, um, I lost my mom to esophageal cancer in 2017. Um, she was my best friend. And we did ministry work together. And to have them speak something on you like that can be very scary. And at that moment, you know, that's another situation in where I could have held on to that and let that fear make me stay stagnant or angry or take my focus off of God. But I chose to let go of that diagnosis. I chose to give it to God because I know that he is my healer that my faith is in him, not man, and it's his report that I believe. And so many of us in life are caught up in things of this world. So many of us are holding on to things 
of the flesh. We're putting things of this world, our wants, habits, different people before God, brothers and sisters. And when you stop, I want you to take time today to reflect on your life and ask God to search your heart. Really search your heart to find out if you are holding on to things that keep you from growing closer to Christ, to keep you being more like Christ and living a righteous life and walking in Father God's will. Because I know before I got to where I am in my walk with Christ, there were things in the world that I did that I shouldn't have been back when I was a younger babe in Christ or even before I really came to truly have a relationship. See, I believed in Jesus Christ, and I believed in God, our Father, our Creator. But it, it's been through the last, I'd say, last 10 years of my life, I really, truly established that close one-on-one -on -one relationship with Him. I used to have a bad habit of uh, smoking many years ago. It's been almost 20 years ago, to be exact. And the dark, it, it kept me bound in sin. It kept me not healthy. It was expensive. And how did that really reflect Christ in my life whenever I was bound in something? Because smoking is an addiction, and I'm not trying to offend people, but this is truth. Whenever you have an addiction and you're bound in something in your life, God don't want us bound in those chains. You have to be willing to let go of them to grow in your life. Anything that binds you up, that you can't live without, that pulls you down, that goes before God are things, brothers and sisters, that we need to let go of. So today I really want you to search your heart. Maybe it's things from your past that are hurting you. Maybe it's a person in your life that's hurting you. You know, there's so many different ways that if we don't let go of things, we're not going to grow. You know, sometimes, in fact, it's walking in our own will and not God's will that keeps us from growing because when you get in that place, you actually are more about self and glorifying self and not glorifying God. So I even ask Father God today that you search my heart, God. If there's anything, Father God, that's keeping me from growing closer to you, Father God, I ask that you remove it, God. Lord, just talk to your children today, Father God. Lord, anything that's unpleasing to you. Maybe some people don't even know the things that's binding them, God, that's keeping them from going forth, God. I pray, dear God, that you remove those things for their, from their life, God, and open their eyes that they may see you, Father God. Because it's so important in these days, Father God, that people know truth, Father God, and that they see truth, Father God, and they're not bound up in things of this world, but their eyes are on eternity. Hallelujah. And I feel led to share uh, one more song with you before we go into the message. And I always follow the leading of the Spirit. And as we're listening to the song, I really want you just to start reflecting and asking God to search your heart and open your, open your ears and your heart to receive the word. And I just absolutely love um, Kathy Wilson, and I love this song of hers, and I really want you to listen to the words of it. It's called, Nothing Will I Withhold. Are you willing to do that in your life? Are you willing to let go of everything? Are you willing to completely surrender to him? Because he gave his life for you. He surrendered his all for you, and that's what he's wanting us to do in our lives, to surrender, to give our all in our life to him. So really listen to this song. It's a beautiful worship song, and we're going to come back, and I'm going to share the message. If you want to grow, you must learn to let go.
Hallelujah. Praise God. I just really hope today that you can just take time to find him and to bask in his presence. For when we seek him, he can truly be found. And there is no place like being in the presence of the Lord. Praise God. He's my all in all. And I really hope that he's your all in all. And I just pray that you can have that personal relationship with him. That the things that are keeping you from growing in him and things that are keeping you bound that today in Jesus name you will be freed of and you will be able just to say here you go God I let go and then you let God praise be to him and right now I want to share some scripture with you before the message and it really goes along with the sermon today and father God I just pray for the reading of your word today, Father God. Lord, let people know this is the true living word of you, Father God. Lord, give people a hunger for your word and let them understand, Father God, the word is so important. It teaches us. It draws us closer to you, Father God. It prepares us for what is to come, Father God, and the things that we need to know to grow in you, Lord, and the things that we need to know to be saved. Lord, I pray that ears will be open to hear your word today and the message, God, and that this word becomes a seed planted in their heart that will grow good fruit that people can pick off of and seeds just continue to go and grow forth like an orchard. May we branch out for Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you have your Bibles, will you please turn to Jeremiah chapter 31, and we're going to be reading verses 27 through 34. Jeremiah 31:27 says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will sow of the house of Israel into the house of Judah with the seed of man and with the seed of beast. And it shall come to pass that like as I have watched over them to pluck up and to break down and to throw down and to destroy and to afflict, so will I watch over them to build and to plant, saith the Lord. In those days they shall say no more. The fathers have eaten a sour grape and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man that eateth the sour grape, his teeth shall be set on edge. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was an husband unto them, saith the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God. And they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. For the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Praise be to God. And the next scripture that I want to read is in John chapter 12, verses 20 through 26. And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethesda of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, 
we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. That's powerful scripture right there. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Praise God. So if we're serving him, God is going to honor us. And we need to know that we should not be building of the things of this earth. For these things, too, shall pass away. And we can't take these things with us. So it's really important for us to learn to let go. And when we learn to let go, we can grow. And um, I don't know, a lot of maybe grandparents are out there listening, our parents, but one of the biggest movies a while back ago, a few years ago at Disney, was a movie um, Frozen. And the theme song's words to it was, let it go, let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go. Turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway. Let it go. I find these lyrics so invigorating, and not just because some of my family members sing them to the tops of their lungs for over a month, many of those being my little nieces. No, it's not because I love the protest or the rebellion of the song. The release of long pent up emotion these words contain. And yet, as we learned from this song and from the story of Disney's animated musical, Frozen, it presents the main character, Elsa, not just as her being a rebel who's let go, but as a sad and lonely girl who has built herself up into a prison of ice from which she's unable to connect with anyone around her. And if you've seen that movie um, of Frozen, it's because in the movie, one of the things that would happen is if she touched things, they would all turn to ice in the movie, and she actually touched her sister and caused problems in her life, and that's the gist of the movie. So I guess I have to let go of this song as an anthem. For in today's message, we are going to look at it, what it means to let go in such a way that we're spiritually filled rather than imprisoned. To let go in such a way that we're able to connect with the true love and true self at the center of our lives. Praise God. Much as Elsa finally did when her sister Anna put her own life on the line to protect Elsa, thus regaining the precious relationship they'd lost so long ago. Letting go. But what are we meant to let go of? I know before I became really rooted in the Lord, or even not just in my walk with Christ, you know, our parents had to teach us of dangers in our life, things that could hurt us, things not to grab onto. Even I think of a hot stove, if we would grab it, it would burn us. And our parents would protect us from that. Well, that's the same with God, our Father. 
He wants us to let go of things because he wants to protect us. He wants to draw us closer um, to him. He wants us to be found ready, praise be to God. I feel a witness in my spirit to this. When the sons return, or if we would go by the grave before his return, he wants us to be able to let go so we can grow closer to him and have eternal salvation. Praise be to God. And Jesus put his life on the line to protect all of us, just like the character in the movie that we were just talking about. I mean, we're typically so invested into hanging on to things, preserving, even grasping and clutching that the idea of letting go can seem foreign to us, brothers and sisters. It can seem unobtainable, even dreamlike. As Daphne Rose Kingman writes, in the 10 things to do when your life falls apart. We're not used to letting go. We're used to hanging on for dear life. We hang on for lots of reasons. Because something, maybe it's familiar to us. Because that past is a known commodity and the future is a question mark. Or maybe we hold on because we lack imagination and can't conceive of a future better than the past we've had or the present life that we have. Because blankies, no matter how rugged and trash they are, and relationships, no matter how complete they already are, or inappropriate they have become, are a comfort to us. See, brothers and sisters, that's a lot of the reason we hang on to things, because they are a comfort to us. And many people don't know where the true comfort, the true peace, and the true love is, and that's found in Jesus Christ and God our Father. So we hang on because we've been taught that persistence is good and we should never give up. Are simply afraid of free fall, afraid of coming alive ourselves, praise God. Yes, perhaps that's it. Perhaps we're afraid of coming alive as ourselves. For isn't that what Jesus suggests in today's gospel reading? He wants us to come alive as ourselves, brothers and sisters. Listen carefully, again, to the scripture. Unless a grain of wheat is buried in the ground, dead to the world, it is never any more than a grain of wheat. But if it is buried, it sprouts and reproduces itself many times over. Praise God. In the same way, anyone who holds on to life just as it destroys that life, but if you let it go reckless in your love, you'll have it forever, real and eternal. Praise be to God. Wow, brothers and sisters, that's pretty clear. Anyone who holds on to life just as it is destroys that life. But if you let it go reckless in your love, you'll have it forever. You'll have it for real, and it will be eternal, eternal, brothers and sisters. Which means to me, if I'm able to let go of that to which I cling, then I'll free up myself to receive the real deal, God's love, and the life I alone am called to live. Or in the words of Daphne Rose Kingman, hanging on is fear, letting go is hope, holding on is believing that there's only a past. Letting go is knowing that there's a future. In letting go, we surrender the weight of our burdens and find lightness of being with which to be in once again. We open a door.
for the intervention of the divine. In our spiritual deaths, we all have a profound sense of the inappropriateness of hanging on to stages of life and ways of being that no longer serve us. We know they're no longer a part of our essence, and yet most of the time, it's very hard to move away from them, to let go of them. So if we're able to let go, we open up space for new and even wonderful things to occur. And yet, as Kingman notes, the first step letting go of the person, thing, situation, our way of being in the world to which we cling is pretty hard. Thus, I ask again, how do we let go and what are we meant to let go of? Well, I'll begin my answer by sharing a story from Kingma's book, which I found both helpful and relatable. Laura and Sarah had been best friends for years. They met in college, and their friendship continued through Laura's marriage. Sarah's string of boyfriends, and then through the hectic years when Laura had two children and subsequently got divorced, and when Sarah, by then a successful career woman, adopted a baby. Then suddenly, the dynamic of the relationship changed. Once Laura was through her divorce and moving on with her life, Sarah no longer seemed to want to spend any time with her, and Laura was devastated by this. It seemed as if Sarah had only liked her when she was a case, and now that she was better, Sarah no longer wanted to be friends. After months of no change, despite her many attempts to connect, Laura decided that out of love and respect for herself, it was time to let go. Her first impulse was to write a snippy letter, first telling Sarah how mad and sad she was, and then explaining how fabulous and changed she was, so Sarah would know what a great friend she was missing. But as she worked on the letter, Laura realized that rather than letting go, she was actually holding on to the way it once had been to the way she wanted it to be. It took several drafts and a lot of tears before she was able to write a simple letter of release and farewell. By that time she'd finished, she felt a great sense of peace. What I find so very real, painfully true about this story is that Sarah was unable to let go because she was holding on both to the way it once had been and the way that she wanted it to be. Brothers and sisters, how many of us are doing that in our life? God would tell us to let go of something because he knows it's bad for us, because it could harm us, because it holds us back. But we want to hold on to it because it's the way that we want it to be, or it's the way that we've known it. We're scared of change. We're worried about what we're going to lose if we let go, but the truth is what we're going to gain is so much better and so much greater in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And yet it no longer was, of course. This story needed have been about a friendship. It could just as easily have been about a romantic relationship, an employment situation, a return to one's hometown, or any other experience of change in our life. In any case, the way it once was will never be the way it is now. For as we've considered over the past and even talking today and reflecting, life is changed, and every day life changes. So again, how do we let go? 
Well, I believe God provides a model for us. For as the prophet Jeremiah proclaims, God really wants a new life for us. In fact, God wants so much to be in a life-affirming, renewed relationship with us that God's willing to let go. He's willing to wipe the slate clean, to enter in yet another covenant with the people and to forget that we've ever sinned. Praise God. He's willing to wipe the sins away, brothers and sisters, and that's through the blood of Jesus. He gave his only begotten son to die for us that we could be freed from our sin. What a selfless love. Would you give your child to God if he asked you to? Would you lay down your life like Jesus did, brothers and sisters? It's a beautiful thing to me, God's mercy and grace, that God is willing to let go. So why do we hold on and we not let go? But how do we and what do we let go of? Well, let's tackle the second question first. We let go of those things that are getting in the way of real and eternal life. We let go of the things that are keeping us from living the life only we can live. We let go of everything that is preventing us from having a joyful, unencumbered, and free relationship with God. We let go of all the things that stand between us and true love, between us and our true selves, brothers and sisters. We also let go of everything that's not ours. We put down all those burdens that aren't ours to carry. And if we don't know whether they're ours to carry, we need to ask. As a dear friend recently said to me, if it feels too heavy, then it's not yours. Hallelujah. Get a hold of that. If it feels too heavy, then it's not yours. Now, please let me clarify. For I can imagine that those of you who are carrying burdens, you didn't choose. A sick family member, maybe loss of an employment, a failed relationship, maybe thinking, is she kidding? I'd set this burden down in a second if only I could, but I can't. And I hear you. I hear you, and I can assure you there are burdens in my own life which I didn't choose, like me losing my beautiful mother to cancer. But what I also want to say, and what I hope you and I will hear is this. You don't have to carry those burdens alone. In fact, and I know it may be hard to believe this, you don't have to carry them at all. Oh, yes, you may still have to deal with them. You may still have to care for an aging spouse or work through a contentious divorce or accept the dreaded pink slip. But you do not have to carry them. You do not have to hold your burdens alone. You can, as the 12-step program suggests, let go and let God truly. For the great mystery and power of the universe is quite capable of holding all our pain, insecurity, our frustrations, our fear, our anger, our anxiety, our dread. If only we are willing to let them go and say, here you go, God. I give it to you. I let go. Now I'm going to let you, God. Praise be to you, Lord. I feel a witness in this. Yes, and the good news is that letting go of the burdens we're not meant to carry, it frees us up for that which we are meant to embrace as Sister John Chester writes in Scarred by Struggles, Transformed by Hope. When we lose or relinquish something, we remain confident that God knows that we need 
and has other good and even better things to give us. To give up something is not a zero-sum game in which there is only further and further loss. Rather, it is to give up one thing, even good things, to gain something greater. Get a hold of that. To give up something is not a zero-sum game in which there is only further and further loss. No, brothers and sisters, rather it is to give up one thing, even good things, to gain something greater. Praise God. And that's what God wants in our lives, brothers and sisters. So yet again, I ask, and this time I answer, how do we let go? Well, you've heard me say this many times before. We practice, and in just a minute, we'll do so together. In fact, I'll guide you through an exercise I hope will be helpful. But before I do, I'd like to share one more quote from Daphne Rose Kingma. How do you let go? Any way you can. Get help. Hire them in with the truck to haul your junk away. Trick yourself. Find an alley. Hold hands when you leap from the burning building. Pray for grace. Cry. Practice until you get it good at it. Give things away. Throw things away. Sell everything you can. This is all just a show anyway. We're on our way to somewhere else. So why be bogged down with 14 irrelevant people, two tons of useless junk, and a brain full of worry, when really you're just practicing to be part of an intellect light stream of love? Don't hang on. It's hard to fly with bags of concrete tied to your feet. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So let's practice. Let's practice letting go. And we'll do so by focusing on, well, death. Because as the gospel tells us, it's only by losing our life that we gain them. To begin, I invite you to pick up the rock or burden, if you will, you received when you came in this morning. Or whatever it is that you're carrying this afternoon. I want you to see that rock. I want you to visualize a rock in your hand, whether it be an addiction you're facing, problems in your marriage, problems at your job, whatever it is. I want you just to imagine it in your hand, pick it up, hold it, and feel the heft of it. Grasp it tightly. Touch its smooth sheen. Just really just overlook and think of the things that are the rocks and the boulders in your life. Now imagine for a moment that you're saying goodbye to the whole of your life. And as you do, ask yourself, if I were dying now, what would be the one thing, person, or way of being I'd wish that I had already let go? That's a really powerful question, brothers and sisters. If you were knowing you were going to be taking your last breath, what would be the one thing or person that you wish you'd already let go of? Could it possibly even have been your house, a certain relationship you've hung on to, an addiction that's running you, possessions that don't serve you, a fantasy of what your life should be like, the job you're scared to leave? Then once you've identified that which you wish to let go, ask God to help you. Yes, ask for help. It's okay. 
Be still and know he's God and listen for his response. Focus your attention on your heart and feel what it might be like to let these things or person or situation of being go. Do you think with God's help you might be able to do it? What is the freedom that afterward you might experience? And is there a first step you could take this very day? When you're ready, if you'd like, I invite you to put your rock down, the burden or weight you are carrying, and would like to set down before you. And remember, it symbolizes our renewed life and God's love when we're willing to let it go and give it to the living water. If you're not ready, you can hold on to that rock with you. Even after the broadcast today. And just go before God to give you the strength. And when you're ready to set it down, and whenever the time is right, God will help you to do that, brothers and sisters. This is just a short message, but it's to the heart, brothers and sisters. You know, I sit and think of a flower. When we plant the seed, we got to cultivate the soil or even plant in a garden with the time of year it is, brothers and sisters. And we trust God. We know that if it gets the things that it needs, if the rains come, maybe we, we put weed killer on it. If we treat that seed properly, we know in faith it's going to bloom, brothers and sisters. And that's the same thing with our relationship in Christ, brothers and sisters. We have to see ourselves as that seed planted in his fertile soil, brothers and sisters. And we have to make sure, brothers and sisters, that we're not letting things of this world start to become weeds that suffocate us, that cause us to die. You know, have you ever seen... Um, a garden or a flower bed where people haven't weeded it. They haven't pulled the things out that's taking the life from the other things to grow. Well, that's what we need to do in our life. We need to pull things out and let go. We need to cultivate our hearts and plant good seed in it so we can bear good fruit that people can pick off of our tree. And I see it's like many trees in the orchard that just keep branching out for Jesus. Hallelujah. So today, I really want you to search your heart, and I want you to ask God, just let go of that rock. Let go of that burden. Cast away the things that are holding you back. Is it an addiction? Is it a person, you know, it could be a negative person in your life that all they do is pull you down, pull you down, pull you down. If the person that's pulling you down, if that's all they ever do, you need to let go. You need to be around people that's willing to pray for you. When you fall down, that they're not going to condemn you, but they're going to pick you up in righteous love. You want people that's going to lift you up. You want things that's not going to hold you back. So whatever it is in your life that makes you feel suffocated, that makes you feel worthless, that makes you feel broken, that makes you feel conviction in your spirit, brothers and sisters. I just see God before me. I just see I just see these scissors today, Father God. I see in, in the spirit realm, Father God, that you're saying just cut these things loose. Stretch your hand out to him and just take your spiritual scissors and cut it loose. God wants to free you. He doesn't want you bound in these things. If it's not of him, let it go. If it's something that makes you feel conviction in your heart, let it go. That's the spirit telling you the spirit that lives within you that it's not right conviction brings healing it brings change it frees us 
maybe it's unforgiveness that you're holding against someone from your past or someone in your life. And you have to remember what the word of God says. If we won't forgive others, he will not forgive us. And that's a pretty serious thing to me because I know that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. I know that in my sin, I want him to forgive me. And I want you to be able to be forgiven. So if it's on forgiveness today, toss that rock out and give forgiveness, not just for that person, but more so for yourself and that you can be forgiven. Maybe it's a toxic relationship. You're an abusive relationship. God want you want you to be their brother or sister because there's women that abuse men and there's men that abuse women. If you're in a toxic relationship, really go before God and ask him if that's where he wants you to be. Or maybe it's time that you toss that rock and you let it go. Cut those weeds from your life so you can grow. In order to grow, we have to be willing to let go of ourself, of the lust of our flesh, of things of this world. Because if we're building on things of this world or we're putting our, our boyfriend, our husband, our wife, whoever it may be, in our life above God, we're not going to grow in the ways that are right and righteous, brothers and sisters. In fact, we're going to be going down the path that takes us away from God. We're going to be going to the left or the right and not straight through the gates that lead us into eternity. So today, search yourself, search your heart, and find out what it is that you need to let go of so that you can grow. It's not a real long message. It's short and sweet and to the point. You've got to be willing to let go of those things. You know, you think of the rocks I was talking about. What happens if you load your pockets down or your shoes down? And maybe you try to would you try to walk or you try to go forth, especially, you know, even I think about someone that has uh, waiter boots on, you know, or, or shoes that would stick in mud. What happens when we weigh ourselves down with things? We can't move. We sink. We start to drown. And that's what happens when we hold on to things that keep us from going forth. When we hold on to hurt, when we hold on to anger, when we hold on to unforgiveness, when we hold on to toxic people, when we hold on to an addiction, because all those things become more important than putting our minds and our love towards a relationship with God, our Father, and Jesus Christ. So today, I ask you, are you willing to let go? Let's empty the rocks out of our pockets, out of life. Let's be free to keep going on this journey called life so that we can finish the good race and hear our Father say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I look for that day, brothers and sisters. I just really hear God saying, just let it go. Give it to me. It's not yours to carry. And I just keep seeing him cutting things loose. Father God, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, that people can come to you. Father God, in this moment, I want people to be able to let go of all thoughts and concerns. When they let go, they are able to receive. When their hands were formed into tight fists, I cannot open my hands to receive anything. When they hang on tight control, when they close off their heart and spirit, they cannot receive the blessings you have for them. May they let go to receive your blessings. Letting go in this moment, 
May they receive your loving presence around them and within them. Help them to let go when they're feeling overwhelmed so that they may receive your peace, Father God. Help them to let go when they feel fear so that in fear's place they may receive love and courage. Help them to let go of problems and challenges in order to receive your guidance and clarity. May they be able to let go and trust in you, Father God. They will not fall, Father, and if they do, you will catch them. May they let go and trust you in the still, small voice inside of them. Help them not to struggle, but to surrender their struggle to you. May they gladly receive the gift of letting go today and letting you lead them and guide them. In Jesus' name, I ask these things. Amen. So what is it today that you're willing to let go of? Right now, I just I just feel led. Again, I just keep seeing this in the spirit. God will give me, sometimes it's a prophetic word, sometimes it's visions that he gives me. And I just keep seeing him cutting all these things loose. And in the things I'm seeing in the spiritual realm, the, the people are bound in all these things, in their addictions, in their hurt, in their anger. It's kind of like the devil uses them as puppet strings to try to just keep them tangled up and, and where he can have control over their life. Because when you get bound up in an addiction or hate or unforgiveness or whatever it may be, you're not able to walk in freedom and in the, in the path of righteousness because the devil uses those things to cloud your mind. He uses those things to lie to you. He makes those things more important to God than God. He makes you believe that you can't be freed in them. But brothers and sisters, you can be freed. And it's through Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. I feel a witness in my spirit and not led to close out. And I will always be obedient in the leading of the spirit. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, know that there is hope for you. Know that you are loved so much that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die for you. Not to condemn you, brothers and sisters, but that through him you might be saved. I know many times in life we have people that speak horrible things to us. They tell us we're worthless. They tell us we can never change, that we're hopeless. But as long as there is a breath in you, there is hope. And I pray with that breath today, you call upon the name of all, of all names, Jesus. I want you to call upon the name of Jesus. He wants to free you from the things that are keeping you from growing. He wants you to be able to let go so that you can grow closer to him, so that you can be free and you can have peace in the name of Jesus. And I'm just praying today that even if it's just one rock that you throw today, that's a start. Because as you start to throw those burdens down at his feet, you're going to feel the weight lifted up off of you and you're going to feel more confident and you're going to feel stronger and the more you let go of the more you're going to grow and the more you grow the more faith you're going to gain and the more strength you're going to gain and the more hope you're going to have and when you get to the point where you can just cast every one of those things at the feet say God here it is God take it from me let go and let God you will be so amazed in your life at what he can do. I'm going to close out with um, one more song. 
And if anybody out there has a prayer request, I would be more than happy to pray with you. And the number that you can call for after the song is 626-696-8607. And you'll press 1. And uh, I would be more than glad to, uh, as I said, pray with you. I just really feel that there's people today, even people that's going to listen on the demand. I have a burden on my heart, and I just keep hearing God say, let it go. So many of you are scared to let it go. But until you let it go, it's going to hold you back, and you're not going to be freed, and you're not going to be able to grow. And whenever we grow, you know, think of a tree. When it gets rooted and planted, man, and it gets to its fullness, and it starts to bear its fruit, that's when God could truly use us. If we don't and we keep those weeds all wrapped up around us, think of yourself as a plant or a tree where the weeds just keep choking you and choking you and choking you. Those are the things that you're not letting go. In the name of Jesus, let it go. Just let those things go in the name of Jesus and lay it down, brothers and sisters. Lay it down. Every single word I say, you know it before I speak, you know every thought, the deepest part of me, you draw me closer than I see, your presence is everything I need, to be the child that you
Yes, Father God, let us be able to lay it all down, Father God. For when we need to let go of something, withholding you from doing the right thing, the Bible can offer us powerful words of advice and encouragement, brothers and sisters. Scriptures can provide us with the courage and wisdom to let go of shame, to let go of guilt, to let go of hate, pride, prejudice, things that can stop us from pursuing righteousness. The Word of God can also assist us to let go of the weakness that we may feel at difficult times and become strengthened by the teachings of God. And I encourage you daily to get in His Word, for God's Word is powerful. And the, his Bible teaches us of how to let go. It teaches us how to walk in righteousness. It teaches us how to be strong, how we need to be armored up and prepared for the things that are to come. And we need to be found in and out of season because many times, brothers and sisters, we may be the only Bible that people have to read. The things in our life may be the only reflection they can see of Christ. That's why we need to be like Christ in all things, living our life righteously and know his word. And I want to share a few scriptures with you before I close out today. First John 1 and 9 teaches us, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That's so beautiful to me. And in First Peter 5 and 7, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So brothers and sisters, those things that you're carrying, those burdens, those stones we talked about, cast them on him. Because right there in his word in 1 Peter 5 and 7, he tells us to cast all our anxiety on him because he cares for you. Ecclesiastes 3 and 6 tells us a time to search and a time to give up a time to keep, and a time to throw away. Well, brothers and sisters, today is the day we need to throw a lot of things away, the things that are binding us, the things that are hurting us, the things that are keeping us from growing closer to God, that are keeping from having a joyful, fruitful life. Ephesians 4 and 26, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And James 4 and 7, Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And see, that's power as children of God that we have. We know when we speak the name of Jesus and we rebuke the enemy that he must flee. So it's time we start walking in power and authority that we have through Jesus Christ. You don't have to be bound by these things. You don't have to be burdened. You don't have to be hurting. And the people in this world that are so bound in addictions and Problems in this world, don't cast stones at them, brothers and sisters. Help them let go of the stones that are keeping them from being freed in Jesus Christ. Be a light in the darkness, brothers and sisters. I feel such a witness in my spirit of this. Teach them how to resist the devil and how he can flee from their life because those things are bad demonic spirits. Addictions are not of God. Anything that binds you, that brings you down, that harms you, that causes depression and pain and sickness, let it go. It's not of God. And if you feel you don't have the strength to do so, his word teaches us that in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. So tell him in your weakness, just call out him and say, God, I'm weak. I need your help. Perfect yourself in me. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And in Jeremiah 29 and 11, 
praise God, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. You know, that scripture blesses me so much, and I feel such a witness in my spirit today. I just feel the sweet power and presence of God in my home. I feel the anointing power in this today. He has plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Maybe today you feel that there's no hope in your life, but Jesus is saying he is your hope. He loves you. And in John 8, 32, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And all these things that the enemy tries to bind you in, they are lies of deception. He's trying to keep you bound in these things so that you cannot be free. But when you are free in Christ, you're free indeed. Hallelujah. So Satan, I rebuke all these snares, all these lies, all these traps you're trying to bring against people, even the children of God. And I say that no weapon formed against them in the name of Jesus, it shall not prosper. For we are victorious. We are overcomers, more than conquerors through Jesus. Hallelujah. We have the victory. And I rebuke every lie, Satan. Every lie you must flee, as the word of God says. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And Philippians 4 and 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So today, become, come before his throne, knowing that he loves you, and that Jesus sits at his right-hand side and he intercedes for us. Do not be anxious about anything. Have trust in him in every situation, brothers and sisters. Bring it before him. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, and know that God will receive the, and, and present your request to him and have faith knowing that he will answer, that he will help you to let go so you can grow. Praise be to God. Proverbs 28 and 13, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Maybe that's you today, brothers and sisters. Maybe it's your sin that you don't want to confess or ask forgiveness for that's keeping you from prospering. Cast that stone, brothers and sisters. Let it go so you can grow. Proverbs 29 and 11. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. Hallelujah. And I think of blessed are the peacemakers. Praise God. Psalms 46 and 10. He says, be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Hallelujah. In Psalm 94 and 19, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Praise God. See, no matter what we're going through, when you're a child of God and you're rooted in him and you have that relationship with our father, you know that no matter what we're going through, we're all going to go through trials. If we didn't go through trials, we may forget the greatness and the love and mercy of God our Father. But in our trials, we get to see his love, his mercy, the way that he takes care of us. Our trials are just testimonies in the makings, brothers and sisters. Even Jesus Christ himself went through trials and temptations, 40 days and 40 nights that the enemy tempted him. He went through mockery. He went through being beat and spit upon. He went through betrayal. But praise God. We're overcomers through his death, and he made a way for us when he died on the cross. Hallelujah. And we have justification through him, 
through the cross. Praise be to God. And the only way unto God our Father is through his son, Jesus Christ. And we need to remember in Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things good works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just love reading the scriptures. It just blesses me so much. Praise be to God. And then the last one, as I get ready to close, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Hallelujah. Praise to God. Praise God. Praise you, Lord. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So today, brothers and sisters, I really pray that this word will go to your heart and that God will give you an understanding in it. It even blessed me, and I love when God leads me in different messages or things that he shows me because it's truly my heart's desire that the world know him. And brothers, sisters, it's not our right to pick or choose. God loves everyone. He created each and every one of us. It doesn't matter if someone's from Africa or China or Japan, from Afghanistan, from Iraq. It doesn't matter if they're rich or they're poor, if they're male or female. We're to love them. We have no right to deny someone to know about Jesus because maybe, maybe you don't like them because um, maybe they practice Hindu religion or, you know, because they're Muslim or whatever it is. That's when we need to be a light and an instrument of love for Jesus Christ. We need to love people like Jesus, and that's how he molded my heart, to love people, not to judge them, not to condemn them, but teach them in love. Don't cast stones at him because I know if people would cast stones at me, I would be a runner because you wouldn't want to be hit by those stones. So let's help them to lay the stones down, the burdens that are keeping them bound, keeping them from growing so they can let go and let God too. I love you all so much, brothers and sisters. I've got some exciting interviews that's going to be coming up. My dear sister in Christ, um, she was an ex-Satanist and was in the cult. Um, she had a powerful show on here to exposing the truth about the occult is going to be coming back on next week and we're going to be talking about some false religions and having some updates from things that happen in the broadcast um i've got some other people light up that are powerful uh, men and women of god to come on and share and i always have an open platform here on reaching out radio because see this isn't about me and the only reason i'm allowed to do this is because god allows me to do this he gave me this platform to invite other ministers from around the world, whether it's in the United States, if it's China, Africa, every corner of every nation. If you have a message on your heart and it's to glorify God, you are free to have liberty here on Reaching Out Radio International to share the gospel. You can message me on Facebook under Montel Fields, M-O-N-T-E-L-L, and the last name F-I-E-L-D-S. Also, we have a page on Facebook, Reaching Out Radio. You can get a hold of me there. I welcome you on. And uh, God always gives me a discernment, and he lets me know who's going to be a true light for him. But this station is about glorifying God and sharing the gospel. And uh, I thank you all so much 
for joining me today. And continue to pray for us as we go forth in the name of Jesus. And be praying for us, too, next week. We have revival coming up with one of my dear sisters in Christ. We're, we have ministers coming in from Tennessee, um, from parts of Missouri. Of course, my husband and I, uh, Phil's Family Ministries, the New Beginning Ministries, we're all coming together in one mind, in one accord, as a family in Christ, to revive people, to lead them to God, to put fire back in their bones. We need to be voices that are shouting from the rooftops. We need to be encouraging people and loving people. Brothers and sisters, if we stood up as much as the sinners in this world that are getting attention, maybe we need to make some noise, brothers and sisters. We need to be a voice, brothers and sisters. We need to be warriors of God standing up in these end-time days, brothers and sisters. Man, Father God, give us, give us warrior spirits, Father God. Lord, help us to stand and be heard more than all the sinful things that we see in the media, Father God, or that we hear in our towns or on the radios, Father God. Lord, let people start hearing things of God. Lord, Father God, let there be a new people that rise up in you, Father God. Lord, Father God, I believe today as people cast those burdens at your feet, Father God, it's going to encourage them as they feel freedom in you, Father, and you're going to take us forth, Father God. Lord, you need an army in this last day that's willing to stand, to not have shame, to fight, that know how to armor up. And I'm just praying, dear God, that you use me in that army, Father God. And, Lord, I thank you for connecting me to other soldiers in the army of God. And, Father God, I pray, dear God, that you help us just to go forth in every corner of every nation, Father God. Lord, help us to raise up a new standard, God. Lord, we pray for leaders in all the countries and the nations, Father God. Father God, that your will be done, that you lead them, Father God. And, Lord, when things look horrible and bad, God, we still have hope knowing that you have the final word, that you are in control, Father God. So may our minds not be on things of this world or the lies of the enemy. May our mind be on eternal salvation and things of the kingdom, Father God. Lord, help us to cast out pride and prejudice and hate, Father God. Lord, remove things from our lives to keep us not walking in ways of righteousness. Plant seeds of love in our heart, God, that we can bear good fruit, Father God. Lord, help us to reach those lost in the dark, Father God, that don't know how to get to the light, Father God. Oh, Lord, Father God, I just have such a burden on my heart today for those bound, dear God. Lord, because everywhere you look in the world, Father God, you can see people bound and hurting. But sadly, Father God, there are people, dear God, even children of God that just turn their head. They want to write them off. They, they feel like it's hopeless and they're worthless, God. But that's not what your word teaches, God. Jesus Christ came into this world that we could be saved and have life more abundantly. Father God, he came for the sinners, God. So help us as children of God to be more compassionate, to be more loving, Father God. Lord, use us, Father God, in a mighty way, God. When we need boldness, God, let it be a boldness that comes forth in love, God. And, Lord, when we need to be meek and humble, humble ourselves before you, God, teach us, O oh Lord. Father God, just use us, and may all we do glorify you, Lord. And, Lord, I just feel like there's people today that are getting freed, God, and I thank you for that, God. God, I thank you for an opportunity to have this platform that you allowed me and you taught me how to do radio and TV, God, and that you used me to evangelize, God. Lord, Father, God, I thank you for anointing in my life because without that anointing, I am nothing. And I never want to be full of self, Father God.
I want all I do to glorify you. I always want to be a humble servant, God. Continue to use me and all my hosts, every ministry, dear God, that you connect me with for the mighty matchless name of Jesus to glorify you. Lord, may we reach the lost before it's too late, God. And may people have an understanding, Father God, that once we die and in the grave it's too late, that we, we must confess and repent of our sins while we still have a breath in this or before the trump sounds, Father God. And I pray if people don't know Jesus today, Lord, that they'll just ask for forgiveness, they'll repent, get their sin under the blood, and that they'll come to know Jesus, the greatest Savior that there ever is, ever was, and ever will be. So much that he took our cross and he bore our nails and that crown of thorns. So much that he took stripes upon our back, or his back for our healing, Father God. Oh, Lord, we thank you for him, and we love you, Father God. I give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, this is Evangelist Montel Fields. I thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Know that God loves you, and as long as there is a breath in you, there is hope. That hope is found in Jesus. When you feel you can't go on any longer, just call upon his name, Jesus. I feel power when I say the name of Jesus. And remember, as I said today, rebuke the enemy and he must flee. Because all the true living power comes from God above. Learn to tap into that power. Let Satan quit pulling the cord that connects you to him, brothers and sisters. Tap into the mighty power of God. I love you all so much, but know that God loves you more. Keep on keeping. Don't back down when God is backing you up. And remember, in order to grow, you have to be willing to let go. Praise God. Thank you again for your time. Keep watching our homepage. If you like the broadcast that you hear, you can follow it, and it will actually send an email to you with upcoming broadcasts. And also, we have close, we're getting close to 400 episodes now. It's just, it's not just me on here. There's interviews with brothers and sisters that used to be Satanists that came to the Lord. There's different ministries that's been on here from China, from different parts of Europe, from Africa. Praise God. That's a beautiful thing to me. I just, I'm so touched and love the Lord so much and what he allows me to do and the amazing people that I meet. And I look forward to the things that are still to come. May God continue to bless you and keep you. And may he go with you throughout this day and the remainder of the week. And again, remember to pray for our revival next week. We have revival all next week. And again, if you have prayer requests or if you hear a broadcast and you want to connect with me again, if you, if you have a testimony to share from one of the broadcasts, please, we'd love to hear from you. You can message me again. It's Montel, M-O-N-T-E-L-L. The last name is Fields, F-I-E-L-D-S. You can find me on Facebook. I also have um, a page on there, Let God Light Your Path. Um, Reaching Out Radio is our radio page. So if you want to speak with me or you want prayer, please reach out to me and know that I will receive you in the love of Christ. Again, God bless you all. This is Evangelist Montel Field signing off for today and until next time. And uh, I'm excited for what God's going to do. So thank you again for your time because I know time is precious. I'm going to end out uh, with the song. I always love people to stay uh, in the worship and in his presence and this song is called Oh Lord and is actually by one of my dear brothers in Christ from over in Pakistan. His name is Sam Gill and he's an amazing man of God. And I just want to bless you with his song as we go out.